Get ready to be captivated and intrigued as we delve into my life of spirits and all things paranormal. Join me, your host, Jay Lane, on The Laneway to Spirit as I share my stories and personal experiences in the hopes of inspiring others to explore their own spirituality. Grab your favorite mug and settle in, and let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome here to Language of Spirit. I'm so excited for today's podcast because today I have a very special person with me and I've known this person for a while. Actually, I met her back in November. I believe it was November or December of 2018 and her name is Sherry and Sherry is the mother of a missing boy, her son, Tyler Haney. And I'm sure that if you're from the Sudbury area, you've all heard about the disappearance of Tyler Haney. And so, Sherry, I want to welcome you here today. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, my God, it's so nice to just hear your voice. Thank you, Jay, for having me. I'm really excited to be doing this and helping others. Uh, You know what? I'm glad because one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast is actually to help others because... In Sudbury alone, we've had so many wonderful people have gone missing. And our loved ones, of course, we start wondering what's happened to them. Has there been foul play? Where have they gone? And it's it's really quite disturbing because it makes the community come together, of course, a little bit closer in unity to, to look for these people. But it's a really stressful thing to go through. And... Another reason I really wanted to speak with you, Sherry, is because, you know, we've kept in touch since the disappearance of your son. But I think that with your story, you're really going to help so many people today with the starting of a healing process that needs to happen when these types of things happen and what to do if it does happen. Now, tell me a little bit about your son, Tyler. Tell me about him and, and of course, his disappearance. What happened? Uh, it was really weird. Um, he was living at a friend's house. He was 26 years old at the time. And I got a text message Thursday morning saying Tyler wasn't home. And I'm like, he's 26. Like, that's really odd. And so that evening I messaged the fellow that texted me and I said, have you seen Ty? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, that's weird. So then Friday I message him. Have you heard from Ty? No. I'm like, okay, this is not right. Um, so then I called the police and I said my son had been missing for two days. And they said, do you want to report, uh, do a missing person report? And I said, yeah, I definitely do. So um, this was a Friday night. They came out. They I told them everything that had happened, the text messages. And it wasn't like Tyler just to leave like that and I talked to Tyler on a weekly basis like I said he was 26 and so then they were supposed to release it and they did their own search so unfortunately it didn't get released until the Monday um out to the public and um every day I'm like why isn't this released and so then it was released to the public and it was just where is he? Like, you know, he's just gone for the weekend, something. And then I was in contact every day with the police. And then 
uh, as the weeks went on and it's like, hey, something's not right. And when Tyler went missing, it was in November that year. We didn't have snow yet. And yeah, the, the days went by, the weeks went by every single night, every day. I, I couldn't sleep. And it's funny how your body, when you're going through stress and trauma, like tragedy, and you don't know what's going on, how your body just hopes like I I couldn't sleep but I was out driving the streets and looking for him constantly and unfortunately he was missing for 66 days his body was found in the bush during the time he was missing I'm like somebody's got to help me like I somebody's got to know something where he is what's what's going on like and you're just hoping that he's just away for a bit and he's going to come home I reached out to a couple different mediums and psychics. And actually, Jay, when I reached out to you, it was Tyler's birthday, December 22nd. And yeah, it was Tyler's birthday that day. Yeah. And everything you told me that day, like Tyler hadn't been found yet. He was still missing. You know, waterways in the bush, close to home. Yeah, I felt he was in the trail close to home. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes. I'm close to home, five minutes from home. And I and, still and that's hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where he, like his home, we lived in the valley and his home was a valley. He was born and raised in the valley. Um, that's where he was found. But I mean, all you knew is that he went missing from Sudbury and the area he went missing from. And you kept saying he was close to home and he really was close to home. He was close to his home that he grew up in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, How long had he been moved at that time from your home to Sudbury? Tyler uh, moved out in August into Sudbury. So, okay. yeah. yeah. So a few, like few months. He yeah. moved in with his friend. I'll never. It was October thirteenth. The yeah. friend that he moved in with, and that's the friend that messaged me and said Tyler's not home this morning, and. Yeah. I didn't think nothing of it the Thursday morning and then Thursday night and then Friday. I'm like, hey, I have to call the police. Yeah, no, I understand. And, you know, when we take these steps, you know, calling the police and then going to see psychics or mediums and even searches. Did you organize any type of search or were there any people out there organizing searches for, for time? No, there wasn't. And Tyler was a person that always helped everybody and always put everybody's needs before his own. And unfortunately, not long after Tyler's body was found, we had another missing gentleman in Sudbury. And when Ty went missing, I asked him, I said, like, can you have drones out? Can you have the choppers out? Like, you know, and they're like, no, it's too expensive. We can't do that for a missing person. But then I think it was about six months later and another young lad went missing. And when he went missing, they took out the the drones and the choppers and I was hurt because they didn't do that for time. Maybe they would have found him sooner, but then I was also thankful and grateful that, well, because of what happened with Tyler's situation, the police have now taken out the choppers and the drones, right? So I think you're absolutely right there, but I understand you're hurt because it would be hurtful, of course. I mean, it's only natural for you to be hurt to think that they would have gone the extra mile or thinking that way, you know? I, I can't even imagine Sherry going through something like this. I have one son and I can't even imagine 
even thinking about that. But what did you do to hang on to hope? Like, I know you didn't sleep all night. I know that you call the police every day. But did you start a page? Did you look for people to talk to? Like, what did you do like for yourself and to stop from sinking? Because it must be difficult. 66 days. I can't even imagine. It was. And we just kept hoping and praying that, you know, I had a lot of the community, you know, sending messages and such and reaching out to me on a daily basis. You still had that hope that he was going to come home and everything was going to be okay. The The biggest thing is just keeping in contact with family and friends and just having that glitter of hope. He's yeah. going to be okay. And he's going to come back. And yeah. Yeah. I get it. You know what, Sherry, when you came to see me, I remember feeling your mother very clearly. And when you asked me, is that my son talking to you? Because I said, I'm in the trail. I'm five minutes from home. And when I said, where's this home? And you said, Sunbury. I'm there. Okay, well, go check this area. Go check where there's water, whatever. But a lot of missing people will ask me this. "Is Is my son dead? Because you asked me that. Yeah. And I could not answer that. I could not, even knowing if he was, and only because I think it's better to have hope than to not have hope. And when we have no more hope, I find that we don't manifest what we want as much. And the thing is, in my role as a medium, it's not my job to play God to tell people stuff like that because sometimes I could be wrong I might be feeling other energies around but I know I was hearing that and I do believe that was your son now what's your advice out there for moms that you know that are going through the same thing you know would you encourage them to go see oh definitely because like you said you it you want as many answers as you can possibly get and I mean, you, who else are you going to reach out to besides a psychic and a medium? And, you know, and when I left, like I said, and it was Tyler's birthday, uh, you know, it gave me more hope. And, and you were right that, you know, he was in the bush and there was water and you have to reach out. Um, and there's so many people that can help you and guide you and just give you that glimmer of hope. That's the biggest thing is reaching out to a psychic or a medium. And unfortunately, I spoke to the police every single day, but their answers were, it's an investigation. We can't give you any information. You know, that must be so frustrating, Sherry. That must be frustrating because it's your son, but you can't get any info, right? Exactly. Yeah. Very frustrating. And every day it's like, okay, we're going to find him today. And I'll I'll never forget the day that he was found. Like police officer came to my house and I was home alone. And he's like, we have good news and bad news. And to me, there was no good news, but I guess there was because there was closure. He was found. But yeah, to this day, I'll never forget him saying we have good news and bad news. And What, what time was it, Cherry? It was 6.20 on a Sunday evening that they came to my, and I remember like it was yesterday and um, not too long ago in Sudbury, we had a missing person and it's the area that I live in and you have good days and you have bad days. And, but I had a police officer come and knock on my door 
just a couple weeks ago and it was a Sunday night and it was 620 and he knocks at my door and they were, cause I live in the area where this person went missing and they were just asking and it was deja vu. It was like the police officer was there telling me about Tyler and I was like, wow. And that was a sign from my son telling me, mom, I'm with you. And I know, but it was just so weird because it was a Sunday night. It was 20 after six and it was in regards to a missing person. And when the officer came, he probably thought it was out to lunch because he's just asking me if I had seen anything and that this person's missing and I have big tears in my eyes. And like I said, a Sunday night at 620 and six years ago, they came to my house at that time on a Sunday night telling me they found my son. Yeah. But I think that's your son, Sherry. Oh, I agree. It's like I said, as as soon as, as soon as he left, I came over to my daughter. She lives right beside me. And I'm like, I need a hug. Like Tyler was just, you know, telling me, mom, I'm watching you and I know what's going on down there and it's okay, mom, you know? But your son's always around and I think he's with your mother quite a bit because those spirits, I feel quite a bit around you. And I know that when you lived in the Hanmer area, I was supposed to go out to the area which he passed. Yes. Never did get around to it. And then I found out you moved to another area, but I still plan on coming out. I hope so. Because I really want you to come out there. It would be nice. That would be really nice. My parents are buried out there and I go out once or twice a season, you know, I try to go as much as I can, but I will come out and we'll have to make some plans. But Sherry, I think that that spirit's always around you. And when we feel like crying out of nowhere or we have these like sudden breakdowns, because we still experience them every once in a while, I believe that's because spirit's around to let us know and make us feel them. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I want to thank you so much, Sherry, for this, because you're giving so many people hope and the courage to just go out and try to find as many ways to get that solace, to get that help and that support that you need. Reaching out to someone like us, sometimes you'll get no, sometimes people are too busy, some psychic mediums don't do this kind of stuff. And it's not that we feel with every single person, because some people I do and some people I don't. Mm -hmm. But it's to understand that we're just here to try to support you and to try to, how would I say it, give you that closure as well. And now that your son has passed and gone, I want you to know that there's a lot of love coming through, but he's always around a younger girl. So just to let you know, I kept on getting that feeling of a younger um, girl, like, do you understand that? Yeah, actually. So I have four children. Tyler was my oldest. Um, I have another son who um, just turned 30 and then a daughter that's 27 and an 18 year old. So when Tyler went and Tyler, like I said, we were very, very close family. He was really close to his brother and sisters. But his baby sister, who was 12, when he went missing, he was extremely close to her. And losing losing her brother, it has changed everybody in the family. Like, you know, we've all changed. We'll never have the lives that we used to have. But we always try and look at the positive. And my daughter, who's now 18, she's just finishing high school. She 
before wanted to be a lawyer. Now she's going into policing and she wants to go into policing because she wants to eventually be a detective and work on missing people's cases. Isn't that wonderful how sometimes um, you, I, and it's not to say that it's a wonderful thing, but I mean, it's wonderful that her pain became her purpose. And yes. yes, because so many people, and I've noticed that when I used to work in victim services, I started noticing that different groups had different pain points. And, you know, so let's say the sexual assault crisis center, most of the counselors there had suffered some kind of abuse at one point or another in their lives. People with MAD, like Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, most of the volunteers there have been affected by drunk drivers. And so I noticed that these type of people, just as your daughter's been affected by her missing brother and all of these things that happen, that pain becomes a purpose. And just the fact that she's going into policing and wanting to help in these cases, I mean, that is such a big honor to Tyler. because. Yes. It is because it's going to change so many other lives and help so much other people through the experience of the pain that she had. And she can help people through that because she's gone through it. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. and it has so much more of a deeper effect when someone can really truly relate to that pain. Yeah, they've gone through that. Exactly, exactly. And, And like I said, it's terrible and you your life has to go on and so many people say how do you go on how do you how do you deal with this and it's like you have no choice you you have other children you have you know other and you you have to go on and I'm not saying it's easy it's not easy no. and like I said every single one of my family members have changed because of this yes um and there's good things and there's bad things but I can honestly say that every one of my family members with losing their brother and losing my son has changed us we'll never be the person we were before but there's positive like you know we learn to appreciate everybody more often and when you're you know it's and it's sad that you have to go through a tragedy such as this to really realize how important your family is it's true And I totally agree with you because life can change in a heartbeat. It really can. And so many people take life for granted with your son missing and all that worry. And then finally having the closure. You're right. I could see like a much closer knit family, but I think you've always been close, Sherry. (laughs) I do. I think that you've always been a great family. I always felt a lot of love around you. We were a very close family. Yeah, I do. Especially your mom, you know, who's in August or April, by the way. My mom passed away in August. That's your mom, maybe, because I was getting eight months. Yeah, and I didn't know who that was. And is there someone on the 17th or the 26th of any month? Well, my granddaughter was born on October 17th. She's only four months old. Yes, okay. Because they make me feel connected to number eights. And 17 is an eight for me. One plus seven is eight. Or 26, two plus six is eight. And so, my mom passed away. My mom passed away August 26th. Okay, so that's and, your mom coming through. Yeah, she so she's talking about number 17 and that she watches over number 17. Okay, so if that's your granddaughter. That's my granddaughter. Not, yeah, she's got spirit around her. And Tyler's awesome. a close second because he loves the kids. Okay, yeah. so for me, he's going to be around. 
But Sherry, you know what? You're such a strength for so many people. And I noticed that you also had a Tyler's Missing page. And did that help you at all during your time that you were looking for Tyler? You know, to be quite honest, not while he was missing, but after he was found. Because while he was missing, all I focused on was going out and trying to find him. But after he was found and reading all the messages and everything but to be quite honest while he was missing no all I did was go out on foot go out in car maybe you know I might have read some messages on it um and he was missing during Christmas he was missing during his birthday yeah it's a tough one it really is especially during the holidays you know and you're looking for someone and it's really out of character because Mm -hmm. from what you had told me and I felt like that around him I felt that he was like true blue to the family and that he was very closely connected to his family and although he was young he was still like amazing but the 17 and 26 for me are two numbers that come through really strongly to let you know that they're always around and the April or the August so if that's your mama she's definitely around Also, I don't know if somebody just had a little bit of a fall or fell somehow, but they do make me feel that they were around for a spill not that long ago. I don't think anyone broke bones, but they make me feel somebody had a bit of a laugh over falling. So I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know when that would have been, but ask in the family, but close-knit family, who that would be. Would have been like a couple weeks ago, because my daughter-in-law, they were out skiing and she fell and hurt her uh, elbow. Yeah, but they make me feel like laughing over it as well. Like, in other words, it wasn't such a bad injury where I required surgery or anything like that. But they make me feel someone had a recent spill. And if it was a couple of weeks ago, I'm okay with that. If you yeah. would have told me six months ago, that's way No, too- no, just a couple of weeks ago, my yeah. my yeah. son and daughter and them, they went skiing and my daughter-in-law fell and hurt her elbow. And Aww. they went. They left out of town to go on the ski trip and then it was cut short because she hurt that hurt her elbow and they were laughing about it but they were laughing about it but Tyler was there and he makes me feel that he had a bit of a laugh about it too so he just wants them to know that he's around them as well he loves everybody and I kept on smelling popcorn so I'm so sorry but I don't know why I'm smelling popcorn I don't know I I just been talking to my girlfriend and her little guy he's four and his favorite snack is popcorn and i just got off the phone with her when i was driving in and he wanted popcorn tonight okay so so that's that's why. why Yeah, yeah, that's possibly why, because I'm smelling popcorn. And so when they make me smell popcorn, it's either someone had it within the last two to three days, or somebody talked about it within the last two to three days. So he was around you with your conversation, sweetie. Excellent. I, I feel him quite often. I really do. And You know what? He's he's a beautiful soul and really kind-hearted. He made his mark in this world. I really believe that he did. And yeah. the fact that your daughter is going to pursue her passion for helping others, I think there's a huge spirit influence there as well and in a very good way. So I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. So tell I agree her, I send too. her a big hug for doing that. I think it's like just so beautiful that she wants to do this and help others. 
But Sherry, I want to thank you so much for today and for taking the time to talk to me because, you know, I've been wanting to chat with you for a while, but I didn't know how you would have felt about doing a podcast like this or it was going to rehash things. But I know that your son gave you a sign just recently with that missing person and with the police coming to your door on a Sunday at 6.20 p.m. Without a doubt, that was your boy letting you know that he was with you. Yes. And I thank you so much for asking me to do this because even if I can help one or two people, you can get through it. We all unfortunately dealt with this, but there's hope you can get through it. It gets easier. And fortunately, anybody that has to deal with what our family dealt with, there's people out there like Jay was amazing. There's mediums or psychics and just reach out and get the help because It's there and it's not an easy thing to deal with. Thank you so much, Sherry. You're just so sweet. And to everybody out there who has a missing person, please, you know, if you have the courage, reach out to somebody who's gifted that may be able to help you. If you don't want to do that, just understand that psychics and mediums cannot just talk to anybody because it is something that's very sensitive. It's something that's very confidential that should be kept between family members and the medium and the psychic. And the thing is, police won't give you any information. You usually have to give them all the information and they won't reciprocate. Not very often that they do. But I always make it my responsibility that if I do feel something, I contact the police and not the family because, of course, I want to respect the family's belief systems and wishes. But I think this was really great, Sherry, and I think you did help quite a few people today. I hope so. I I know so. so. I know so, darling. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jay. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's listening in here today. If you have a burning desire to learn more about missing persons and to learn more about psychics and mediums, please just go and do some snooping around on the internet. Talk to other people that may have gone through it. Listen to this podcast or share it with your friends who are having difficulties or accepting this type of thing. There are so many different things and people that you can reach out to for help. Until next time, everybody, I hope you're having a great week ahead. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. I hope you enjoyed today's Language of Spirit. To learn more about me, visit my website at mediumjlane.com or my socials on Facebook and Instagram.